the Lord. Hallelujah. Why would we not praise him? Where else could we go for hope? Where else could we go for help? No matter what the enemy does, God has already prepared an exit for us. Amen? Hallelujah. He is the great provider in the midst of great lack. He is the God that leads, the God that provides, and the God that brings out and delivers. There is nothing too hard for our God. Amen? Nothing too hard for our God. Therefore, from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, the name of the Lord in my house shall be praised. Amen? Hallelujah. We're not overcome, shaken by sudden news or sudden appearances of failure, battles, or the enemy. For we know that wherever we are, God will rescue us. Amen? We are not alone. He is not silent, nor is he idle on our behalf. Praise God forever. Well, let's receive our tithe and offering and uh, reach over into your neighbor's pocket. Give as much as you'd like to give yourself. Hallelujah. And uh, if you need an envelope, one of these guys and ladies will help you. And uh, you know that when you give, it's going to be given back to you. And uh, there is a passage that says, taste and see that the Lord is good. I think that we need to break out, become crazy givers beyond ourselves, the life of faith, so that we can taste and see that the Lord is good. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. As you tie the windows of heaven are going to be open. Nothing opens the windows of heaven except the tithe and blessings that God has laid in store for us for years and centuries and millenniums will be poured out upon us. The Bible says there will be such wealth to the tither that the world will look at them and realize that we are blessed of God. And they will call us blessed. Hallelujah. So that we wouldn't have to beg from the world, but the world would have to beg from us. I do not believe that that's impossible. Amen. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the power to get well, that we may establish your kingdom, that God, we will break limitations over our life by our tithing and our giving. God, what we do tonight, our mouth will confirm in the days to come. That God is not just our action, but God is the decree of what our faith has done with nothing but your promise to confirm it. Now, God, we thank you that you've given us the tithe. We thank you for the seed that we sow tonight. We thank you for the harvest and the breakthrough that you give us. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Stand your feet, bring your tithe and offering unto the Lord. Well, hey, Wednesday night, live streamers, once again, it's wonderful to have you here. Live streaming with us at Only Believe Ministries Christian Center. Hopefully you had a good New Year's, and we are looking forward to a wonderful, awesome, God-filled 2019. We hope you're part of it with us here at Only Believe Ministries Christian Center. We are looking forward to what God is doing among our congregation this coming year. Right now in the main house, giving our tithe and offering. We want to participate in giving tonight. Click the Give button. Your screen will come up. Follow the instructions on that screen. We're done. Click out of it. Come right back to the service tonight. I'm looking forward to hear what Pastor Dosick has for us, a message tonight. So stick around after your giving. We'll see what God will speak to us in our hearts tonight. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's turn our Bibles tonight. I'm going to read the opening scripture, and we're going to read out of Galatians 1, 3, and 4. 1, 3, and 4. And it says, grace be to you. In other words, it says, unlimited gratuities and benefits are upon you and great assurance of victory from God the Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ who gave himself for our sins that this is the reason he might deliver us from this present the present evil world 
according to the will of God our Father. The present evil world, the world that we live in right now, is a now evil world. And the work of that we are looking at in the time that we are in. God divides things in time. Sometimes you'll come over or across the word dispensation. The word dispensation is a block of time. Block of time is known also as an age. It is a time period. And there is, was the uh, age of innocence, which was in the Garden of Eden. Then there is the age of conscience, which was in the time of, of uh, Abraham. And then there is the uh, age or the dispensation of the law. But you and I are under this time frame called grace, the dispensation of grace. That means that we are not here alone, but that we are joined to God, and God willingly bestows upon us adequate, more than adequate, benefits, abundance, and abilities to have a deep, un changeable persuasion of confidence that everything will be the way that God said it would be. Hallelujah. Now, the work of the Holy Ghost, and there are two spirits that are work at work in this present evil time. You say, yeah, we know the devil. Yeah, I wish we knew the devil. And I wish that we were fully aware of his activity in our life. But we are constantly being dulled and dumbed down by the evil that we hear from news, from media, and the things that we behold from our very eyes. That sometimes we think that the society and the culture, the civilization as we would call it, of mankind is just the work of man. We blame everything on global warming. We blame it on this. We blame it on that. But what the Christian must become intently aware is that there is a present evil that is shaping this world. And if we do not get a hold of that, we will be like blind people and we will continually try to deal with society with simply social fixes throwing money at problems that cannot be solved doing everything except what God wants us to do could I get an amen but in this time there are two spirits that dominate in this world now, the first is simply the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. And in the time frame that God is working with us and living with us, it is processing and working and building what we know as the church or the kingdom of God. And so that's the Holy Ghost job, and that's what you and I should be involved in and participating in instead of withdrawing, hunkering down, and hiding from the social woes and wickedness that the world is constantly coming up against. Because you, as a believer, are the answer to the disruption of the present work of evil in this dispensation or time frame. Could I get an amen? It's to God's truth. But sometimes we become so socially aware and so spiritually dull that we forget that what the devil is doing can be reversed by the believer that God has joined himself with. We forget about that. Let's go to Mark 16, 20. Could I have someone read that? Who's my reader tonight? Wayne, Mark 16, 20, please. And they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. Amen. Now here we see that the Holy Ghost worked with the church. And there was a purpose that the church had to go. Somebody say, somebody's got to go. 
we have, have to understand that we have words that tell us, go ye into all the world. doesn't matter if it's evil. It doesn't matter if it's good. It doesn't matter if it's acceptable or receptive to us. We have to go. Could I have Acts 2.47, Wayne? Praise God and having favor with all people and the Lord added to the church daily such a... Be, we have to understand that we as the church have a job, a call, a purpose to fulfill and it cannot be squelched, neglected, laid aside or rejected or become uh, neglected because of the evil that is upon us. We sometimes as Christians just put the seatbelt on and we are waiting for the end. We need not wait for the end because we are crucial in the activity of bringing about the end because the gospel has to be preached to every creature. Amen? And then the end shall come. So the first thing that you and I need to do is take up the same commission, the same mission that Jesus did. Jesus said, I didn't come to do anything but to seek and to save that which was lost in Luke 10, I mean Luke 19 and 10. Look, we have got to be about the work of the Father. Could I get an amen? And so we have to be involved. And so the first spirit that is actively inducing activity in this world is the Holy Ghost. But the other seems to be in the eyes of the church being far more successful than the church itself, which is a lie. But because of the negligence of the church, this is not a downput, this is truth, this is an observation. And I would be less than a pastor if I didn't tell you the good, the bad, and the ugly. Everybody say, oh, come to church to get tickled. Well, you know what? God is not a tickler. God said, get up, take your bed up, and walk. Well, yeah, but Jesus, no, that's what Jesus said to do. If the man chose to stay there and be crippled, he could be crippled. It wouldn't change Jesus' approach. Now, and so the second spirit that is very active we're going to talk about the holy ghost more but you may find the first part of this message depressing and it's not depressing when you realize that you can change it amen the present evil world it is the world that is now it is not a world that is going to come it is a world that is in fact in action right now the gospel has been preached for over 1900 years but the world continues to become increasingly more evil than the prior day jesus said this don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow will be filled with the evil sufficient to the time yeah. hallelujah now, that was a prophetic word from Jesus to us. That tomorrow will come and there will be evils that will try to restrain, resist, and pull the believer away from their purpose. But it's sufficient for that day. But it's not sufficient for the victorious believer to crowd down to the evil of that day yeah hello thank you God hallelujah all right so we discover in this that even though the church even at its highest functioning level which is not today has seemingly lost the battle for the transformation of civilization or of culture it has failed to create a culture that people desire to be a part of. 
There's many reasons of that, and we're not going to discuss them. But it seems that wickedness and evil is everywhere. Everywhere. It seemed like the, the sky, the air, the atmosphere is just totally saturated with evil. Seems like it's everywhere. You go to the truck stop, dirty magazines. Go to the grocery store, dirty magazines. You go to here, get dirty, 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 filthy. Seems like we can't get away from it. But it seems like that the rebellious, the disobedient, those that have rejected and cursed and hate God seemingly is growing in our world that we are to preach the gospel to, which is absolutely true. It is happening. And so against all authority, against all types of government, all types of order, all types of laws, and we have laws against violence, against robbery, against murder, against drugs, and all of that, it doesn't even phase and stop the rise of the evil of this present world. Why? Because the evil of this present world is not governed by laws. It must be governed by the church. By the church. There are no... There is no lack of laws in the world for drug addiction. There, there's no lack of laws against violence, against murder, against pornography. None of that. There is no lack of the law. But the law is unenforced because the evil permeates the hearts of men. And it cannot be dealt with or legislated against. It must be confronted with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. It almost seems that the world, in everything that it does, is blinded by some spiritual force, which it is. Could I have 2 Corinthians 4, 4? For out of much affliction and anguish of heart, I wrote unto you with many tears, but that, not that ye be grieved, but that ye might know the love which I have more abundantly unto you. Okay, let's have 2 Corinthians 4.4. 4. In whom the God of this world hath blinded the eyes of them which believeth not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. The God of this world. Do we know what that means? It means the God that rules this world. This world, that word world simply means the lower atmosphere the lower atmosphere there are three heavens there is the heavens that we uh, live under and live in where birds fly and so forth that's where oxygen lives that is the first heaven and then there is the second heaven that is the span between the first heaven and the third heaven which is where God lives and the second heaven is where the kingdom of darkness operates from we see that in Daniel, the 10th chapter. We see it, principalities, power, spiritual wickedness, and rulers in heavenly places. So we know that his kingdom is there, but he rules in this dense atmosphere that we call earth. And he rules there, and he blinds people. Could have get an amen? He blinds, and we sometimes as the church can be as blinded as the world for the simple fact that the church and please listen to me I'm not against charitable organization I'm not against anything that anybody does but the church overall has become in its own eyes and in the eyes of the world that 
gives no resistance to the evil that is dominating and perpetuating and growing in the world that you and I are called to be ambassadors to, we have lowered ourselves to the place of being charitable activists. In other words, we do charitable actions in order to have value to our civilization or community. The gospel is not just about charity. Now, it does feed the poor. Yes, it clothes the poor. Absolutely, it visits. Yes, it prays for the sick. It does all that. But that is not what the only what, that thing that we are about. We are about converting men and women to the faith. Amen. But what happens is because we become these great charitable extensions of man's wishes instead of God's wishes means that we have become as blind as they are. It was a good word. And what we have done is we, because we have not jumped up, resisted, and become active soldiers of the cross, we have fell into living the same course of action that we were once delivered from. Who has Ephesians 2, 1 through 3? And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sin, wherein in times past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also ye all had our conversations in times past in the lust of the flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and the mind, and whereby nature the children of wrath, even as others. Notice that we used to walk according to the course of this world. In other words, the adversary becomes readily active in the lusts of our flesh and dominates us in the lusts of the flesh and the lusts of the mind. Now in doing that, he dictates what we do in life and what is valuable and what is of importance and priority in our life. You ever heard a Christian say this? Hey, I made this money. That's the course of the world. Well, you know, God and I have got our own thing. Course of the world. Well, I don't think I have to, the course of the world. Well, I know that's what the Bible means, but I don't think the course of the world. We used to walk in the course of the world, but now we are to leave that influence, and we are now to be transformed into children of obedience and not disobedience. Could I get an amen? Amen. And so we have to understand that the devil is ruling the world that we live in. And we must break free from that old nature. And if we don't break free from this old nature, then you and I are going to become ineffective. And we're going to find the hour that we work in that we are not applying ourselves to the work of our Father. You say, man, you sound like a Baptist. Well, as long as you get the message, I'll, I'll sound like a Baptist. Now, understand that these, uh, these two spirits that dominate the earth today, one is the Holy Ghost, can I have a 1 Corinthians 2.12? Who's got that one? 1 Corinthians 2.12. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. Now notice that the Holy Ghost is not of the world. 
It is the Spirit of God. And just like the Holy Ghost is advancing, I mean the evil spirit is advancing this evil world and spreading it, tainting men and women, the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God, which is far greater, should be doing the very same thing. If the devil is blinding them, then the spirit that dwells in us should be illuminating them. Amen. Amen. All right. And let's go to a 1 John 4, 5 and 6. They are of the world. Therefore, they speak as of the world, and the world hears them. We are of God. He who knows God hears us, and he who is not of God does not hear us. By this we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. So now we understand this, that the spirit of this world, the one that is perpetrating the evil of this world, is a spirit of error. And the only thing that protects people from error is truth. Now, the problem with truth, well, there's really no problem with truth, but the problem in receiving truth is that people quickly get embittered by its responsibilities to apply it. So, it is easier to go the broad way than it is the narrow way. And the broad way is the world way. Could have get an amen. And what that does is perpetrate, help spread evil in this world. Yes, it does. Hallelujah. All right. So, and the spirit of this world, this is a spirit that is born of rebellion. Devil rebelled against God. A spirit that creates all wickedness. Could I have James 5.19? Do you have that on your list? Thank you. Brethren, if anyone among you wanders from truth and someone turns him back, let him know that he who turns a sinner from the error of his way will save a soul from death and cover a multitude of sins. So realize that the world lies in wickedness. It, it is embedded in wickedness. And its only hope is that truth comes forth. How will they hear truth if someone doesn't preach it? Remember, this is the gospel of light. But if the light is never lit, taken out from under the basket, put on the table to give light to the world, the world will continue to spiral in evil and wickedness could have get an amen i i know i'm pounding boy man you're preaching a, a lousy picture of the world the loud the world is in a lousy position now this spirit is known by other names but we're just going to round them up instead of beelzebub deceiver and and so forth the great serpent the great dragon we're just going to round them up and we all know that it's satan somebody say satan the spirit of this world is none other than Satan himself. Let's go to Revelations 12, 9. So the great dragon was cast out that the serpent of old called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. To deceive. Somebody say deceive. To deceive. Did anybody know how people become deceived? By not judging. If you don't examine something, you don't even know what's in the cake. I mean, you got to look at it. You got to sniff it. You got to eat it. You got to chew it up. The problem is we have this great reservoir of education called the web for all stupid people. 
It must be true. I found it on the web. Well, it was on Facebook. Two stupid informational uh, spreaders that are false in their beginning and intent. You understand that Facebook, by its own admission, by its founder, said, we knew that we would change the very basis of the morality and structure of family when we induce a relationalist system, but we could become rich. They became rich. We became fools. We became fools. No accountability. You say what you want to say, and until somebody corrects you, then you get mad. And da, 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 da. Come on, Facebook. You say, well, aren't you on it? For right now, but I am just about to jump ship. For the simple fact that I find myself indulging myself in conversations of other people that I have no knowledge of who they are except they wanted to tag on to somebody that had more friends than them to promote their idealism and I spend less time with the people that are living and breathing in the room where I'm holding the phone. That is stupid. Jim, move me up. Hallelujah. This spirit, can I have Revelation 16, 4? So he deceives. Then the third angel poured out his bowl on the rivers and springs of water, and they became blood. Did I say 16, 14? I said four, didn't I? It's 14, I'm sorry. Hang on, I'll get there. For they are the spirits of demons, performing signs which go out to the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. Wow. That the spirit of this evil age is bringing to pass lying signs and wonders. Do you know that over 4,000 pastors leave the ministry every month? Well, it's the devil, the pressure of the devil. No, it's not. It's a pressure of ignorant, foolish, jealous, offended, immature Christians. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. It's, a, it's God's truth. The, the devil is not my problem. I, I know he's after me. It's those people that are closer than friends that as the man that was sent by God went into the inner courts of the king and he was fat and the men led him in. He came through all the protective measures and came into close encounter and stuck a dagger into the king's gut and he died and the man just moved on outside of the compound and his palace and was never found. Those are the damages of believers to leaders. Now, I don't, I don't mean that in bad sense. I brought that up. Yeah, it is a bad sense. It sucks. But though Christianity its leaders and churches, almost 4,000 churches close their door permanently every month. So in a combination, there are 8,000 strategic positions that God has led men to to establish the light of the world are being plucked up and put out by the devil and by people used by him. Now, on the same Time frame, spiritualism is on the high rise. Occults are abounding. Satanism, which has been oppressed for almost 25 years, is rising up. I've seen a picture today where 
the Satanist demanded equal representation and this county place a statue of Satan up on top of its courthouse. They say, oh my God, I can't believe that. Wake up. You can't believe the dream is not a dream. This is real stuff. Buddhism on the rise. Hinduism on the rise. Islam on the rise. What is diminishing? Truth. The gospel. And it's time for you and I to rise up a standard. We've got to do something. Could again, amen. Because greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. It's just that we are too busy, we are too afraid, we are too intimidated to do anything about it. We are too weary. We have grown tired of the message that we hear and the message that we have heard. And we've allowed the life of it to trickle out from us. And we've accepted the influence of the evil present world to become common and to become acceptable to us. Acceptable to us. Let's go to 2 Thessalonians 7 through 11. It says, For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they received not the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. It is the spirit of iniquity. It is already in the world when Paul wrote Second Thessalonians. It's nothing new. But what has happened is that the church has laid down her weaponry against the adversary of the kingdom. Now, we as Christians are better than that. We are a generation that God has had born at an appointed time. Now, the present evil of this world is strong. It's resistant. It's built upon things that men, saved and unsaved, contend with every day. The lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. The three pillars of the kingdom of darkness. But you and I have been freed from the ability of him to rule us if we will exercise that right. Could again an amen. Hallelujah. So we have to understand that there is a generation that is being raised up even now. Somebody say now. Is being raised up now and more intently pursued than any other generation because of the work of iniquity. And when something is weak, something becomes strong. Now, the spirits that are creating this havoc in our communities is simply known as a generation of darkness. Jesus called them the generation of their father of the devil who was a liar from the beginning and was the father of all murderers. And so realize every time that you hear something in the world about Christianity, you can mark it a lie. Mark it a lie. Because children can do no more than their birthright grants them. They are murderers, they are haters, they are dividers, they are intemperate, intolerant. This is a generation that exalts itself above God. Exalts itself above God. In other words, they say, 
We don't want to be ruled by God. We want to establish our own rights and wrongs. They are really the seed of the Canaanites that were born of Cain that thought his way was better than God's way. This is the generation that we're dealing with. It is a generation of lawlessness in that it refuses to be dominated, dictated, or governed by God. Even the basic, basic respect of human life is rejected by them. Satan is working through all of these things to deepen and strengthen his influence upon them. Working through media. If you haven't heard yet, Netflix just come out with a film that will be coming up on uh, its uh, list. It's an animated cartoon, and it promotes child porn, and it is quote-unquote tagged as sexual education. Boys kissing boys, girls kissing boys, girls, and, and so forth. Out of that, the UN just, I just looked at it before I came in, the UN has just passed a resolution. UN United Nations, united for nothing but destruction, refuses to acknowledge Israel as a nation. So that would disannul Israel as a nation and deliver a great blow to Zionism. And if you don't know what Zionism is, Zionism is Christianity. So know when they are attacking Israel and Zionism or Zionists, they are attacking you, Christianity, those that believe in one true God. That's what they're attacking. The UN just deemed that all nations should begin to teach the L, what is it, LB, L what? LGB, homosexual and gay lesbian things. Every nation should do that. So you understand that though we have given them a house, that if our government that is in office now or in the coming offices do not comply, they will be disconnected from the very thing that they have become the founders of. LGBT, that's what it is, education, and it should begin from the age of kindergarten Isn't that amazing? An amazing and amazing perversion. Since we have seen Christianity begin to decline, the population of witches in America has skyrocketed. There are more witches registered in America under nonprofit corporations as religion than the Presbyterian church has as members. Isn't that something? Facts that you can find. Let's go to Matthew 24, 12, and 13. Let's read this. Hallelujah. Oh, uh, I think it's Good Morning America just a, about a month ago, had on their first guest of a child drag queen. A child under the age of teens dressed as a guest because they dressed as a drag queen. What should we do? Turn off Good News America. All right, Matthew 24, 12 and 13, you got it? And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold, but he that shall endure until the end, the same shall be saved. 
When iniquity abounds, as the evil of this present world begins to deepen itself in generations, even by us parents inviting it in, listening to it, and being entertained by it, giving our children over to it, what's going to happen is the love of believers will grow cold. If you don't love God, if we don't love the brethren, then understand we, are become, we will become totally disconnected from truth because faith works by love. And once that love is squelched, then what happens, you stop supporting what you love, you stop being involved with what you love, you stop worshiping what you don't love, it goes on and on and on. And then what happens? Then Jesus makes this statement, if you endure to the end. In other words, it is constantly, perpetually getting worse. And love is becoming the prey of iniquity over and over and over. And whatever we feed ourselves with is what we will become in, addicted to. And so we need to make sure that we love God. Could again, amen. amen. Hallelujah. I know that I, I thought you, oh man, I thought I was coming here to find out I was free of the curse and all that. That's next week. But this week, you get to see everything that rises up because the love of God has already begun to grow cold. Now, I know that you don't remember this. Maybe some of you men do. Uh, they used to bring a tent to uh, cities. They would be there for 30 days. 30 days in revival? Oh, my God, I don't have... The love of God waxed cold. You couldn't stay away from your girlfriend for 30 days. Had to be pawing her, kissing her, begging her. Sneaking after her, courting her, helping her out the window, helping her back in the window. Yeah, yeah, because you was in love. Now she's, honey, would you open this milk for me? I'm dying of thirst. Ah, get somebody else to do it, darling. I'm watching TV. Yeah, the love has waxed cold. Yeah. Now, all these cults, all these things that are going on, they are all being made by the seeds of Satan, dispersed into children, adults, and even people that confess Christianity. They're not hearers, or they are hearers, and, but they aren't doers. They hold righteousness, but they never use it. They never apply it. They refuse and reject God's rule over them. They take righteousness, hold it, alter it to be conducive to their life. This is what promotes. Now, the kingdom of God is becoming, because of the assault of this present evil world, weary. It becomes fearful of man, comes to the place that it lacks faith, cold in love, and we have reduced ourselves to everything but what God has called us to be. Hallelujah. We have been delivered from the present evil of this world. That means we should not be influenced by it. Next week, we'll talk about how we can fight it. And you can fight it. It's so simple, it's a shame that it can raise its head in our communities, in our churches, and in our lives. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, I'm sure that wasn't what you come to hear, but you come to hear the truth. We're, gonna, we're going to see that we can't just let this present evil world. Do you know that, that LGBT is made up of less than one and a half percent 
of the population of America and governs everything we do is altering our educational systems, eroding our morals, defining our values and our marriage commitments. All of that is taking place under the eyes of the church. And we just say, well, you know, it's, it's just a way. No, it's not just a way. No. If the people and the kings of Israel could pull down the high places, I'm telling you, we are here and we can pull down those high places. I'm telling you, we as a church can become the most powerful force in our communities. Amen. We're all from different communities. There may not be a church like this in your community, but you can go back to your community by learning what you're learning. And you can apply it and you can change people's lives. Amen. We can do that. There didn't used to be only believe ministries in Bopkins, Ohio. But it came. Phyllis and I used to have church in our house and Nikki. We had to move all of the furniture out of our house until we got 50 people sitting on the floor and I was scrunched in one corner. And that's how I preached every Thursday night or Tuesday night whenever my church didn't have their midweek service. Till it just got so full that I just said, look, folks, you need to go back to your own church and do something. So I just shut it down. But folks, we can have churches like that in every community that's here. We just have to do it. Amen? Maybe you won't go house to house. Maybe you can invite house to house. Preach the gospel to them. Share the gospel with them. Pray for them. Cast out devils. Heal the sick. Amen? And let them know that there is a power in their community that is bigger than the one that's trying to destroy their life. The present evil world that is in this world right now, you and I are in the midst of. It may be expanding, but that doesn't mean we have to play dead. Could again, amen. We don't have to play dead. We don't have to become self-absorbed, self-lovers, self-worshippers, ungrateful, unthankful to God. We don't have to do that. We can be the church because that's who we are. Amen? Praise God. Stand your feet. Reach over and lick your neighbor's sores and wounds and uh, hallelujah. Praise God.